Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are talking about Austen Land. Yeah, it's the first time I've ever seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. For some reason, I feel like I both did not know about this movie, but also feel like I saw commercials for it when it was coming out. (laughs) Like, it seems so familiar, but I was like, I don't remember it, but I do remember it. I definitely saw commercials for it. I definitely thought, oh, that's a movie I should watch sometime. I heard many people talk about it, obviously, because I listen to Austin podcasts, but right. I just never got around to it. And I think once we started this podcast, I was like, well, nothing new can enter my life <laughs> unless I'm doing it for the podcast. <laughs> well, eventually we got to it. And we got to it. <laughs> knocked it off our list. <laughs> yeah, and it was surprisingly delightful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, since this was your first time, what was your first impression? Well, my first impression was just, it was surprisingly funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that I'm, it has a crazy cast, a great cast, (laughs) a great comedic cast. I feel like, you know, after watching it twice, basically, I'm like, I feel like it has a lot of flaws, but you don't really notice them because Mm -hmm. the comedic cast is so good. (laughs) So, oh, for sure. So you're they like, know what to do. Uh, you're just <laughs> dropping the thread, but I will just go along with your ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt very similarly. I didn't know what to expect at first because I was like, the cast looks look the cast list looks so good. But then I was uh-huh. like, it's giving me a little bit of like a little bit of cheesy vibes at the beginning, beginning, but then I was really fell into yeah. it and I was yeah. totally on board. I mean, Carrie Russell is perfect. And so it was Jennifer Coolidge. I think she's like what made it funny for me. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, I was like, she could make anything funny to me. Oh, totally. I believe, because I think the beginning part is like really kind of annoying. I like don't really, (laughs) but it's really quick. It's very quick. Once we get to Jennifer Coolidge, I'm like, oh, good. The movie's finally starting. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, we've gotten to where we need to go. (laughs) And in a rare occurrence, I was like, all the men in this show are excellent. I love them. I love every single one of them. (laughs) Now, is that personal bias or? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I just, you know, normally I just gravitate towards female roles and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I I loved all of men as well. (laughs) I did too. I thought it was very the concept of it was really funny and how they were used. I felt it was very different than a normal, like, totally, thing. totally. Yeah. So maybe we should, I don't know if we should talk about this now or later, but I am curious, would you want to go to a place like this? <laughs> like, does this seem like a fun adventure? I, I would say yes, but maybe with some changes. Hmm. Like More I, like the final version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the final, Yeah, the, the <laughs> carnival-esque versions that seems like more fun. The first yeah. <laughs> version felt a little bit like too many rules. And I don't need rules to tell me what to do. Like, just give me the costumes, give me the house or whatever, and let me needlepoint on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll just talk about it when we get into the recap because... That's basically what I, a lot of what I was thinking while I was watching right. it, writing the recap. <laughs> let's do some notes. Yes, let's do it. I tried really hard to remember. Like, I had IMDb open next to me so I could try to write down and remember everyone's actual character name and not just be calling them <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge and, right. you know, wow. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Fly to the Concords. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So, this movie officially came out January 18th of 2013. My graduation year, which feels weird. <laughs> It doesn't feel like it's that long ago, but then when you watch no. it, you're like, it looks kind of a little bit long ago. <laughs> like yeah, like some of the style choices are like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here being the theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh. But it, that was also like surprisingly like really funny because I was so not yeah. expecting that choice. And I was like, <laughs> it just caught me off guard. 
Yeah, it worked for it. I was getting it stuck in my head after watching it and being like, you know, I like associating this song with Austin Landau. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was directed and written by Jerusha Hess, and it's based on the novel by Shannon Hale. Okay. Never read it, obviously. No, <laughs> either. But Jerusha Hess, you may know her from, she's written for Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre. Oh, some other some other things written but... for so is she just like one well, writer of many on those i would i would think so i didn't know if she, was she the writer oh like their tv shows i think she well at first because i always thought that napoleon dynamite was written by a a guy but it's it's it was written by her and her husband oh okay okay yeah and then i guess she also wrote nacho libre interesting <laughs> watch any of those movies. but then for our cast very heavy cast we got carrie russell as jane hayes yes i just kept wanting to call her felicity the whole time (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) jj field as mr henry nobly you haven't seen it yet but he plays henry tilney in the other northanger abbey adaptation and so i was just Uh, like tilney i wanted to call him tilney the whole time (laughs) (laughs) and his his character name was henry (laughs) i think i can't remember when that other one came out but i think it was before this movie Maybe. Probably. I thought about going to see, but he has got a lot, a lot of credits. So. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Then we have Brett McKenzie as Martin. <gasps> oh, dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super familiar with Flight of the Concords. So I, I only know what's his face? Um, yo. <laughs> Jermaine Clement. <laughs> yes. Because he's been on more things than I've seen. But I was oh. like, oh, he's from. I saw the their. Concords. HBO comedy special back in the day and mm-hmm. fell in love with them and listened to all their music and then they came out with the show and it was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and now I think I saw them yeah I saw them at the amphitheater the St. Augustine amphitheater Ooh. with Josh but yeah I haven't really listened to them in a long time <laughs> well I feel like they haven't done much like together in a while yeah I don't think so then we have Jennifer Coolidge as Miss Elizabeth Charming <laughs> legend <laughs> yes so good James Callis as Colonel Andrews. He is Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking because he looks so familiar and he was also in Bridget Jones' Diary. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's done some other Austin things, but oh, yeah, that sure. makes we've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Georgia King as Lady Amelia Hartwright. I loved her. She was so funny. <laughs> she was great. Yeah. I was like, where do I know her from? But I liked her up. She's Scottish, so it's funny that she goes from bad English accent to American accent, but she's actually Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got some, some credits. Then we have Rupert Vansatart as Mr. Waddlesbrook, who... He was in The Old Pride and Prejudice. He was uh, right. Caroline's husband, I believe. No, not Caroline. The other... Mr. Hurst. The yes, other yes, Bingley yes, yes. sister's husband. <laughs> Yes, that's where I first was like, I know he's been to Austin stuff, but then I found out he also did Game of Thrones. Oh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. He's ton of, his, he's got a million credits as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then we had Ricky Whittle as Captain East. Swoon. <laughs> Shadow from <laughs> American Gods. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> then we had James Seymour as Mrs. Bottlesbrook. Legend. <laughs> Definitely. I was kind of surprised. I thought she would be in the movie more. It didn't seem like That's she was in was it thinking. as much as I thought she would be. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is our Dr. Quinn? <laughs> we need Even... our medicine woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So some little trivias. It looks like most of Jennifer Coolidge's lines were improv <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> this comment says it was almost impossible to get her to memorize the script. <laughs> but she's hilarious, so it was probably better than the script. Oh, totally. I mean, it really went with the character, too. But sh- I feel like the important line she said, so they must have been like, okay, make sure you say this one. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Waddlebrook's personal maid, who's with her, is played by Jane Seymour's real-life sister. She was always fun to watch in the background. <laughs> yes, definitely. Lots of good face acting. <laughs> A lot of these are like, J.J. Field was also Henry Tilney, blah, blah. And uh, oh. <laughs> Dancer Tart was also in, J- in Private Jet, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need trivia to tell me all the connections. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> all right, let's, I think that's probably it. Okay. Yeah.
Well, let's go ahead and get started. Because <laughs> I think I wrote down quite a bit, even though I was like, I'm just going to keep, you know, track of the scenes. But then I was mm-hmm. just wanting to, to say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we started off with an ad for Austin Land with Jane Seymour or... Um, I already, well, okay. we'll just, <laughs> Mrs. Bottlesbrook. Right? Mrs. Bottlesbrook. <laughs> <laughs> she is holding a lamb in one scene, and I'm pretty sure that lamb must be like a running joke in the movie because it reappears. Lambs are kind of like a running joke in the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I, it, it was stuffed, right? Because it didn't move as far as I could see. I didn't know if that was like a thing where they're just like very still when you hold them or something, but. Well, I thought I saw a live baby lamb at some point, so I thought that was the the lamb, but maybe it wasn't alive. I don't know. I just kept noticing the baby lambs all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you only see baby because lambs are babies. (laughs) Baby babies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we start off, we see Jane Hayes' early dorky life, and it's really my least favorite part. It's like (laughs) the least believable. (laughs) Well, it's like... I, I almost would have preferred they pick like a younger actress to play because yeah. <laughs> it's literally just like Carrie Russell in fake braces and like 80s hair. Yeah. <laughs> still looking like, you know, a 30 year old woman. Most, she still looks like <laughs> Carrie Russell. <laughs> yeah. She has a best friend who I don't think is a great best friend, but we don't <laughs> see her barely like at it. all in the movie, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> her friend is kind of feature. <laughs> She's always like, totally. you're a mess, you're a mess, get it together. I know, I know, I know. She also has at least one horrible ex who tries to sexually harass her in the workplace yeah buff (laughs) so she goes to the travel agency with her best friend i said who hates her (laughs) (laughs) it does kind of seem like that (laughs) especially in this scene because she's like why are you even doing this you're so stupid you're gonna bankrupt yourself and i'm like how is this trip so expensive that you're going to bankrupt yourself? <laughs> you seem to well, have a real job. <laughs> right. Well, then we also kind of find out later in the movie that she sold her car <laughs> to, get, to get the money. I was like, damn. And she's in like the the lowest the tier. The copper package. <laughs> but I guess it is. There, I have a lot of uh, questions about the business plan of this business because <laughs> right. of the ratio of staff to guests. But, um, right. <laughs> So maybe it's extremely expensive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. So we do see her apartment. And I, yeah, I I have to say, I'm not one to get a lot of Jane Austen merch because I just find it so, like, why is the everything Jane Austen like tiny flowers and teacups and weird <laughs> dolls? It's like, this is not, I want something just, cool in Jane Austen. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just Regency, like, plain. Yeah, it's kind of like what people who don't like Jane Austen think of Jane Austen. Like, mm. it's just all teacups and flowers. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much more. <laughs> but let's just get past this part. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but once we get to England, uh, her friend does make her a dress, which kind of looks like uh, Regency Shakespeare cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She does have a line where she's like, what time period is this from? <laughs> Because it does have a very Renaissance fair vibe to it. Yeah. So I guess that's, you know, that's a nice thing for a friend to do. Yeah, she made it. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of seems like she wears this dress on the plane. (laughs) Because (laughs) we see her in the airport and she's already got it on. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I thought we were supposed to come in costume. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, they have costumes there. We find out. But mm-hmm. she does meet Jennifer Coolidge, mm-hmm. who says she's going to look great in those winch gowns. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she does. <laughs> of course she does. Jennifer Coolidge has like the quintessential Regency body where she's <laughs> just got a lot of bosom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> bosoms and curls, bosoms and mm-hmm. curls. <laughs> They get picked up by Brett McKenzie. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I know that he is from New Zealand. So I was like, he has a very questionable English accent. But I didn't realize that it was going to be like kind of part of the character and that the whole thing was going to mm-hmm. be a lot of bad English accents, which I just find to be so delightful. <laughs> yes. And maybe like Americans who are not so good at picking up bad English accents. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. 
Yeah, so I kind of already suspected he was an actor from the start, but he's just mm. so charming mm. that it's like, oh, well, I don't care. <laughs> well, he does kind of, I feel like he drops now looking back a little Easter egg because when she tells him, she's like, I was told to come in costume. And then he says, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it doesn't like register at the time, at least for me. I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and technically he, he, like the part he's playing he is supposed mm-hmm. to be like playing a part but right okay so they get to like the gatehouse she gets us she's all excited about picking a name but she's already been assigned a name it is miss <laughs> erstwhile <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to be miss joyful <laughs> i was like these are terrible names. <laughs> yeah and then i was just like how is this the cop how's the copper package so expensive that she's spending all her money but We've already discussed that. So, yeah, they dress up Jane to look like Anne Elliot from all the movies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anne Elliot in mourning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we see as they're going in on the carriage, because she's made to sit on the back, that there is another (laughs) Anne Elliot leaving. The Mm -hmm. first time I watched this, I was so convinced that every single part of this was scripted and, like, she was like everybody had to have a like a poor relation it was part of this the whole story but no i don't think it was i don't think that was the truth after watching the whole thing no <laughs> i think that was another copper package payer who was not satisfied with their business exactly, exactly. <laughs> so i was kind of wondering at this point do men ever stay here and i think it is implied be. that there is a man who's staying there but they are they just don't ever bother to show you anything else that's going on they're like yeah, right. there's other guests but they never show us them but yeah at the very end there's somebody who's at the dance and then he has a well i'm getting way ahead of myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's it seems like there's so many more actors than vacationers because we got yeah. a full staff <laughs> including Ooh. a taxidermist we find out <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it seems like maybe this place is more about like very wasteful. I can't imagine their finances are in good shape. Oh my god, there's so many extravagant like <laughs> parties and little desserts everywhere for maybe uh, as far as we know at that point three guests. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, I thought it was just the two of them. I thought the other girl was one of the actors. With actors. The first time I watched it until they were leaving, and I was like, oh, I guess she was a guest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all part of the the experience, you know. We gotta have right. the bitchy girl. That's part of the thing, right? The Clara, <laughs> actually, right, the, George, um, the Lucy Steele, because she does kind of do Lucy. I was Steele-esque. thinking Caroline Bingley, but very similar. <laughs> yeah, well, like I think uh, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to it. There's like a point where she <laughs> makes a comment that I was like, that's such a Lucy Steele thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's always got to be one of them. Yeah, I was I was thinking at this point, I kind of want to go here, you know, besides all the like sexual harassment lawsuits. It's a really cool idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, some weird, like almost like escort service <laughs> in a way. Kind of, kind yeah. of, depending on who your assigned actor is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. But then there's like the whole like deception part of it where it's like this person's supposed to fall in love with this person and they can't right. deviate. And it's just really weird. Right. So we get to see the rooms. Jennifer Coolidge has got the platinum package, room, <laughs> which is very nice. Yes. And But Jane loves her room as well, even though there's perpetually a maid's cart in the hallway, which is so <laughs> funny and anachronistic. And they're like, we don't care about that, but blah, blah, blah. Okay, then we introduce the love interests and we introduce Miss Erstwhile as an orphan of no fortune. And I was like, <laughs> oh, she's Fanny Price then. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> uh, love all the men. I, yeah, so Amelia Hartwright, I couldn't tell at first. I thought she was an actor, but she was a guest. Mm-hmm. But she's just been there so many times that she is kind of like an actor. Yeah, because we do find out that she is a sugar baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's got a very, very old husband. <laughs> <laughs> very. <laughs> I said, Tilney, Battlestar Galactica, and Mr. Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much the same character, Mr. Hurst. Except for he's not named Mr. Hurst. <laughs> but I right. think at this point is when I started to learn names, maybe. We'll see. 
<laughs> nope, I said Jennifer Coolidge is a delight. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Charming. <laughs> oh, but then we, um, we Mr. Nobly is mm -hmm. a real Darcy type. Oh, for sure. And sparks fly from the beginning. That's <laughs> what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge comes into her room, uh, Jane's room at the after dinner or whatever they were doing, and is like tells this whole thing about don't hang yourself because then you won't have it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I really want to know if that was improvised because <laughs> just like, I just love the way that she plays dumb characters because it's like so funny how she's like, don't hang yourself because tomorrow you might regret it as if you'll be alive to regret <laughs> it. <laughs> you won't be able to regret it tomorrow. <laughs> and don't use the chamber pots. <laughs> <laughs> the toilets do work and we couldn't have a rich regency um, show without some peacocks uh, and of course. peacocks galore in this, uh, <laughs> this movie there's one in the middle of the dinner table <laughs> <laughs> they go walking in the garden and jane bows out very quickly and goes straight to the stables and martin Mr. Martin. <laughs> He's very convincing with his I'm not really an actor shtick. <laughs> Seriously. But this is such a a Lizzie thing to do. I was like, oh, she's such a Lizzie. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And you know, Darcy, Lizzie. I think it's very mm -hmm. it's very much trying to follow like a Pride and Prejudice kind of a story, but then also I feel like it's like well, if you wanted the Fanny Price, if you wanted the Emma, <laughs> right. if you want the Sense and Sensibility, it's all in there for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is called Austin Land, so we gotta bring exactly. it all in. <laughs> but her specific thing is Pride and Prejudice. Oh, definitely. She loves it. <laughs> so they go hunting, which is fun. <laughs> the, the women get to do it and everything. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. But I was like, this is probably where you're spending the most amount of money. <laughs> you're having all these taxidermied animals with these like <laughs> tubes that are like pressurized air that shoot them in the air. And then you're having guns shoot them. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because they get to do this on their first day there. But then the rest of the time, the men go out hunting and they have to sew. I'm like, this doesn't. I, I mean, there's certain elements of the story where I'm like, that doesn't even make sense at all. <laughs> but right, you don't you don't want to think about it too hard. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I agree. But it was kind of funny. It, it did make me laugh that immediately Jane was like, "I'm a sharpshooter." <laughs> oh, totally. And Martin is all, "Let me show you and be condescending about how to shoot." And she's like, "No problem. I'm yeah. from America." <laughs> <laughs> this is preschool to me. <laughs> I guess they're all Americans, all of the women. Yes. I so. bet you it's probably like <laughs> one of those things where it's like a tourist thing where British people are like, we don't need that. Of course, of course. We live Austin. We don't need that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fake Austin. So they're trying to go back. The horse won't move. This part I also find very clunky. <laughs> but A little bit, yeah. Because we're tr they're trying to sort of give us a Marianne throw in. Yeah. And yeah. a nice rain scene, but it's like, mm -hmm. it just doesn't really work, but no. it's okay. Instead of just pulling the horse along with her sitting on it, he decides to take <laughs> right. the horse back for a new one. I'm like, it's not a broken golf cart. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's why I was thinking this whole thing was scripted also for things like this, you know, mm -hmm. but no, it's just super lucky because <laughs> <laughs> she decides to walk back and gets caught in the most localized rainstorm. <laughs> you can tell that it is sunny everywhere around them. <laughs> There's <that> just <laughs> water coming down. <laughs> well, maybe they have a, a rain machine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, Nobly comes up on his horse. Very Nobly. And he's like, oh, you're stuck in the rain and throws her on the horse and rips her skirt <laughs> open. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> I know, she was like, excuse me. <laughs> it's such a romantic trope <laughs> of course okay so uh, i'm not sure what activity we're doing but i know jennifer coolidge calls the colonel a saucy monkey which i thought was funny because <laughs> i wrote it down <laughs> i want to say they're playing cards 
Probably, probably. Sounds familiar. Mr. Waddlesbrook makes like a pass at Jane, which is kind of so gross. But Jane escapes and follows her ears to the stable (laughs) where she hears the sounds (laughs) of bad saxophone playing. (laughs) (laughs) And what made me laugh was like, he was like, oh, you heard that? As if you can't (laughs) hear someone playing a brass instrument like miles away. (laughs) (laughs) So they have a cute little scene in his cabin where, you know, he's got some olden time stuff and some Mm -hmm. modern stuff. (laughs) He says that they have an award for most valiant player of the month, which I don't (laughs) know if it's actually true, but (laughs) and he says, or she says, you're a real easy listening sort. He said that easy listening (laughs) relaxes him. The easier, the better, which I'm like, "Uh Mm -hmm. I see what you're doing there now. Second watch. (laughs) (laughs) tell us how you really feel (laughs) but you know it does make sense that she's for mr martin because i mean she's the harriet Mm -hmm. right (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and i also suspected the first time that the horse birth thing was a con because it's way too convenient (laughs) (laughs) it is but i was also like because i was thinking of at first when it happened and i did not deduce that he was an actor at first Right. So I was thinking like, oh, wow, it was like the movie production. I was like, it actually looks pretty like not real realistic, but like, oh, they it does look kind of realistic how they made the horse. <laughs> work. But then now I'm thinking like, how did he <laughs> they really put a lot of money into making this horse part feel real? <laughs> <laughs> they must have put like a 50 pound lead weight in the middle of the hay bale, too, because like, how can you not pick up a hay bale? <laughs> Right, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, girl. But yeah, it's very convenient because he's like, oh, this horse is about to give birth. Oh my gosh, go get some hay. Oh, it gave birth while you were oh, gone. I'm like, don't I don't think anymore. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I also noticed when she came back, he has a stethoscope around his neck. And I was like, well, that's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> a very clean stethoscope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then we get our first kiss. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> okay, so we see the ladies sitting around together, sewing and reading. I think this is when Jennifer Coolidge is like, or Miss Charming is like, mm-hmm. if the men don't come back from hunting soon, I'm going to ask for a refund. <laughs> <laughs> she knows why she's there. She doesn't care exactly. about needlepoint. <laughs> but Jane escapes to watch Martin shovel seaweed or something <laughs> Something. Like some <laughs> river seaweed. <laughs> what? We get some more kissing. There's a cute little scene with the boat in the canal, and he's playing the pan flute, and <laughs> we find out that the water is literally ankle deep. <laughs> <laughs> right. This was very Charlotte's sister from Sanditon to me. Yeah, exactly. That whole boat scene. Just put your feet down there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a broody, a broody Mr. Nobly is watching. Mm-hmm. He's nobly watching. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have a meal. I was like, I can't tell whether these are breakfast, lunches, dinner. I can't tell Mm-mm. if time is passing in between each of these scenes. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but at this meal, Captain George East has just arrived from the West Indies. <laughs> <laughs> And they go out to a very fancy picnic. And I was like, this is where all your money is going. You really don't need right. all of these tea cakes for three people. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> the actors aren't going to eat it. Yeah, it's definitely we have set up established there's only three people here. <laughs> Until the very end. And suddenly it's like, wait a minute, there's other guests? <laughs> Are they in their own little pods too? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, so no wonder it's so expensive because of all this fancy picnicking (laughs) but while we're being regaled by captain stories we see martin with his ipod (laughs) crossing (laughs) in the background and he sees the captain kissing jane's arm and gets pissy of course and on second watch i'm really not sure why he gets pissy because if it's all just an act why why maybe maybe that was part of his ploy to be like well, she seems to be straying away, so let me pretend I'm mad so she comes back. Maybe. He says, I could never respect the kind of woman who comes here. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Right. <laughs> you work here. You're the one who's been seducing me since I literally saw you at the airport. <laughs> exactly. 
But we get a behind-the-scenes scene, and all of the actors mm. have a pool and tiki bar. That <laughs> <spend time> <laughs> this is where the other half of the money is going. <laughs> exactly. I was like, again, no wonder it's so expensive to come here. <laughs> and pretty much the captain never puts on a shirt again. <laughs> No, well, <laughs> when you have a body. Well, so, I like well, that. So. Okay, then we have a funny music scene. We have first Miss Erstwhile has to play a song, which <laughs> now realizing that she's been a guest so many times, it makes sense that she's like prepared with these. It's like a tape. It looks like she's playing the piano, oh, but yeah. you can hear the tape click off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, heart right. Did I say Erstwhile? I don't know. I'm getting Oops. confused. I know who you meant, though. <laughs> But they force Miss Erstwhile to play a song. She's like, I only know one song, and it's, <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that made me laugh. <laughs> they should have totally. just let it happen because everyone else thought it was hilarious. <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments of watching the back the background characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it's so good. And Miss Charming says, that was friggin' awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, she loved it. We should all love it. <laughs> then we get one of my favorite little moments. Jane is walking around in the dark and runs into Mr. Nobly and I guess like karate chops him or something. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> yeah. sorry, I didn't realize I became a ninja when I'm startled. <laughs> and he's like, any father would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> and he warns her off of Martin. Mm. And uh, she, uh, you know, takes umbrage and, but she doesn't go see Mr. Martin. She instead goes back to the house where she runs into Mr. Waddlesbrook, who Gross. like straight up harasses her. Yeah, tries to assault her. <laughs> and she pushes him to the floor. And she's, I was like, obviously she is a ninja, which, you know, mm-hmm. nobly comes in and makes the same joke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we're finally getting a little bit of a chemistry between our Darcy and Elizabeth characters. Mm-hmm. So then we see her in her room talking to her friend on the phone, which I'm like, at least she used it once because it would be really crappy for it to come back when she never used it. But she did talk to her friend. And she has a a realization that she is determined to get the love story. She didn't pay all this money to be the maiden aunt. And Mm -hmm. so she asks Miss Charming for help. And she says she's been preparing her entire life for this makeover. <laughs> Love a makeover. Love a makeover. <laughs> I think she also really loves stealing things from Miss Hartwright. <laughs> <laughs> she won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> so now Jane is prettified and she goes in and flirts with everyone. She touches mm-hmm. everyone, kisses everyone. <laughs> they go play croquet and suddenly she's changed from Fanny Price to Emma. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Emma thing is very like I was like oh, who is she trying to be and I was like it's Emma yeah yeah Emma's like <laughs> you know she's kind of that like the it girl of all the Austin heroines exactly and definitely the first one I would think of to play croquet oh yeah <laughs> except for maybe Catherine Moreland but she she's... play anything <laughs> right <laughs> and she's also a baby yeah true the captain takes off his entire shirt <laughs> <laughs> of course there's a little verbal sparring again between nobly and jane to mm. the amusement of all of course oh and then uh, uh, uh miss uh uh <laughs> damn it that's the hardest one the jane seymour one i can never remember her name oh mrs waddlesbrook 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 <laughs> mrs waddlesbrook comes in with uh, her bag and her cell phone ready to kick her out and i'm like absolutely not you're not allowed to go through a guest bag to find their cell phone and they kick them out after they paid (laughs) no and also that's such a dumb rule like i understand the rule of not using phones on the property but like if you're in my if i'm in my room like leave me alone and And there's obviously modern stuff all over the place (laughs) yeah uh, i remember at one point in miss charming's room there's a whole tv Exactly. Like, exactly. She just that's that's why I was so convinced that this was all a part of the the show, but no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bad pit business practice anyway. And I yeah, so Miss Hartwright takes the blame. And I was wondering why she was so beloved, but it's probably because she comes back all the time. She's rich in real life. Right. 
she this is the point where i was like this after this happens this feels very lucy still to me because then she's like oh yeah yeah oh actually like because she <laughs> saw her well she's like oh like i basically like alluded to like how earlier or mrs erstwhile and captain east were kind of flirty and stuff like that and she's like actually i'm like deeply in love with captain east <laughs> and i think she mentioned something about like we're actually engaged in real life and uh <laughs> right, I was like, right, oh, right. lucy Steele, trying to think exactly pretending to be good so that you can dig in yeah oh she also like puts her hand around her neck like she's gonna choke her (laughs) (laughs) she does okay they're doing some sort of art project with a hot glue gun another uh yeah (laughs) but miss charming is like being creative is a waste of time and money (laughs) (laughs) oh then they find out they're putting on a theatrical and i was like ah now we're in the park (laughs) (laughs) yes i said you could really live all of austin's novels over the week all they need is like a murder mystery. <laughs> they just need like a a spooky gothic like house to go to or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blaze Castle. <laughs> Randomly, we just see a giant birdcage being toted across the lot. <laughs> which I guess is for the theatrical, but I don't think it ever comes back. <laughs> Not that I can see. Oh, uh, oh, she. But I guess before that, she p- they they pick scene partners, and she picks nobly. I'm deference to Miss Hartwright. Mm-hmm. She's like, let's not annoy each other. And he's like, you don't annoy me, but you make me very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> a very Darcy thing. Well, Darcy would have said it internally. Yeah. And then they have a conversation about how they just love the manners of Jane Austen. And I was like, I know that we say manners as our podcast name, but I just our manners what people really love about jane austen i've never read a jane austen book and been like oh the manners of the time (laughs) if anything that might be my least favorite is like exactly the the, like lame rules i don't want to follow those rules (laughs) (laughs) okay so then that's when the birdcage and then they have a conversation about where will your heart stand when the theatricals are over oh because they see captain and Hartwright making out Mm-hmm. And Mr. Martin still being pissy. What a baby. Ugh, grow up. <laughs> Such a uh, Wickham vibes. Totally. But you don't know at this point. You're like, nope. oh, his heart is hurt. But no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's just evil. Stop with your charmingness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I love the theatrical. I think it might be my favorite part. I love <laughs> it's the very crazy funny. over the top. Another extremely expensive event. The Wagnerian right. opera style. <laughs> Very uh, Station Eleven, if you watch that on HBO. Outdoor. Um, no, I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. It's very that. <laughs> but, it's very that. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. The Lamb, again, is in this. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Hartwright gets shot in the eye by Aphrodite, who's played by Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> You can tell that the staff alternately loves and hates this play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they were like, some of them were like booing and heckling. And I was <laughs> like, um, isn't it like, didn't we announce that this was written by your boss? <laughs> it was this model's True, book. true. But I think at the time people did do a lot more of heckling. Oh, okay. So maybe she was like, you have to heckle. Maybe. I think they were just, they looked so over it. But then sometimes, mm-hmm. like, they'd be like, woohoo, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand the, like, non-named staff. They were, like, all in the, like, dress and, like, the white poofy wig things. But they were all very, like, spray, spray tanned. <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> noticed that. They were very, they had a lot of spray tanned. Well, they spend on. all their time out by the pool. <laughs> True. It's just very funny, the contradictory. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. At one point, Nobly says, I love you as part of the script. And you can tell that he kind of surprises himself (gasps) with the truth of it. Honestly, I... Even though I really like the play, I have no idea what it was about. And I couldn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't either. (laughs) But at the end... Jennifer Coolidge slaps Miss Hartwright with her own boob. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't real. <laughs> her own chicken cutlet. Okay, so the staff. Oh, yeah. So they uh, after the play, Jane and Nobly run up to her room. The staff are making out. <laughs> 
They have a very, very sweet scene where, you know, they're trying to be like, or he's trying to be like, I'm going to be polite and I'm not going to stay in your room. Mm -hmm. But he comes back in and kisses her hand. And it's like definitely one of like the more sexy moments i believe oh yeah it's like kind of the most chaste but it's definitely it's got a lot of intimacy exactly and he asked her head for the first new dances (gasps) at the ball (laughs) i was like thank goodness we're getting a ball (laughs) yeah which we go to next (laughs) um they are going to be the prettiest girls at the ball (laughs) (laughs) poor miss hartwright is pirate chic with her (laughs) <laughs> with infected her eye. eye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that got infected really fast. I know. It didn't even look like it hit her in the eye, but. Mm. So, yeah, Colonel Andrew and Miss Charming are funny. <laughs> He's like drinking for courage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Martin is here all dressed up. Apparently, the taxidermist is as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a ball for everyone. And, you know, Brett McKenzie's just so damn charming. It's like. Of course. <sighs> irresistible but you know nobly is also charming in his own extremely attractive way <laughs> <laughs> it's both really... sides of the yeah. <laughs> of the like of the 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 hunk attractive scale <laughs> yeah like the hunk scale it's like do you want the noble rich like mannered hunk or do you want the mm-hmm. stable hand like passionate hunk Cat both <laughs> <laughs> combo please <laughs> so there's just a ton of people at this ball oh a yeah ton. i was like i was like did they this, hire i know this is, this is where i feel like there's got to be other guests because i would hope so otherwise they're like i mean just the like and the the salary budget must be through mm-hmm. the roof <laughs> <laughs> jesus unless she's living un- actors <laughs> unless she's underpaying them well they are actors but you know actors are <laughs> I don't know. Is there a British? Did a lot of work in England. <laughs> is there a British sack? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm pretty sure okay. there is. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say maybe they're not sack. So they dance the first dance. Everyone is proposing to each other, <laughs> but nobody wants to say something. So he pulls her off the dance floor, and basically says that he's fallen in love with her, and she feels very weird about that (laughs) she's Mm -hmm. like this is a very dangerous game this whole thing Mm -hmm. and she says she wants something real and it's just really too bad that what she thinks is real isn't actually real yep well it's like she thinks it's almost like oh she realizes that like she's not buying into the game like she's but sometimes the game is not what you think it is yeah and this is where we find out that even prudence found love (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i was like who is prudence i know i was like i don't know who that is but good for her yeah but it turns out the guy she got engaged with is in the line at the inn in the airport with the i love austin bag and i was like oh, so really? he the guest? <laughs> maybe he I'm was so a confused. guest <laughs> why didn't we ever see him another one of those like this movie could have just gone through with continuity brush a little bit harder <laughs> yeah just like a little bit of like you know more sense making yeah but it's okay it's okay so she has she's getting ready to go she says goodbye like they have oh yeah i'm sorry i forgot (laughs) they have like a sweet scene on the swing you know i mean i kind of suspected the truth the first time through but definitely knowing it the second time through it was like well this scene sucks (laughs) yep (laughs) even though it's so cute she says goodbye to miss charming who says that she wants to buy the place? <laughs> it's like, I'd go to that. It's her version of it. <laughs> yeah. And she's very excited about the colonel. She was a little nervous that Jane would say she thought the colonel was gay. And I was like, <laughs> well, <laughs> is that the subplot? I'm, I'm like, did I miss this? This feels like another thing that should have been fleshed out underneath the scenes yeah. a little bit. <laughs> the only like mention of it is like when... Jane is like saying, I think he's, and she doesn't want to say it. And then, right. Just right for you. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And yeah, this is the point where I realized the heart right was a guest when they're in the carriage going home. And she says that she has a very, very old husband. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Jane has to have a debrief with Waddlesbrook. And she gives her the score about Martin. And the baby horse. <laughs> <laughs> the baby horse experience. And she really gets pissed and threatens to shut them down, which 
I mean, how that's not happening every week, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's what they deserve. Martin proves his dickishness by the pool with Nobly. Mm-hmm. But he is asked to do some emergency soothing of ruffled feathers at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so in line at the airport, there are at least two, possibly three different people in that line with Austin bag. Austin Land totes. Yeah. And I was like, are these all guests from Austin Land? Yes, they were. We could have established that there were more people here. Yeah, one of them was the man who got together with Prudence. <laughs> and then she gets a call on the intercom, and Martin is there. And she, she's had a lot of character growth <laughs> because she's finally <laughs> a real human, and she shuts him down. <laughs> <laughs> she's better than him. The airport staff is very amused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it felt very like is this i guess maybe england isn't exactly the same but it's like is this pre-9-11 <laughs> because <all laughs> i was thinking <laughs> if she was like well that and then also i was like if she did any of that at like an american airport i feel like they would all tackle her and be like you're <laughs> exactly. detained <laughs> exactly no standing on luggage <laughs> right <laughs> no making a scene <laughs> So Martin shows up, she shuts him down, Nobly shows up and professes his real feelings. And this mm. is definitely one of her best moments, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a point where they start a fight and Martin jumps <laughs> on Nobly and he looks like he jumps on him in slow-mo. It's like the most amazingly <laughs> live jump onto another human. Well, I was like thinking the whole movie, I was like, oh, he's so skinny. He's so skinny. I think I don't think he's very tall either. So I was like, he's probably very light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's over it. She says goodbye. And I have to say, I was like denigrating her Austin memorabilia earlier, but the bag mm-hmm. that she has when she's leaving. The Isle of Darcy I assume bag? it's No, no, no. It's like this orange kind of like um... Um, embroidered bag. Oh, I yes, yes, yes. love yes, yes. it. I want that bag so bad. <laughs> I'm a bagaholic and I love that bag. <laughs> <laughs> Send it away. I was like, finally, some Austin-themed stuff I can get behind. <laughs> but we do see the last thing is Martin getting a number from some random girl in the airport. Of course. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I was like, that girl is psychotic because she just saw this entire scene play. I was like, he's for me. <laughs> he's free. <laughs> so back at home, she is de-baby-dolling her house. Thank God. <laughs> she, she's finally be adultifying her room. <laughs> she, it's just such a tiny thing. She has all these teacups that are balanced so extremely precariously with like half of the saucer hanging off the shelf and i'm like why do you store your teacups like that that's horrible it's like i feel like they're gonna fall and shatter all you have to do is shut the door hard and those are gone (laughs) okay but she gets a knock at the door she thinks it's her friend who called and said she was showing up but she didn't show up yet we never see her again (laughs) (laughs) we we do not do we i don't think we do nope Nope. (laughs) (laughs) but nobly shows up with a haircut he brought her her sketch pad because she was drawing throughout the course of the movie. Mm-hmm. He almost chickens out, which is crazy after flying across the country. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't remember if she lived in New York or not, but I was like, either way, it's at the very least a seven hour flight. <laughs> you had to go over the ocean to get there. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but his, he actually really is Henry Nobly. That's his real name. He's a history <laughs> professor. Perfect. Ooh, perfect. And he just loves being a reenactor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello, do not turn this man down. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was like, do not be dumb. Uh, but she, he says that she is his fantasy swoon. Mm-hmm. And they kiss. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good kiss, but it also feels very awkward for some reason. Out of all the kisses in the movie, I'm like, why is this the most awkward one? But also very appropriate that the last kiss in the movie for an Austin movie should be <laughs> strangely awkward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and right as the credits roll, we see that Jennifer Coolidge did buy the place and installed a bunch of rides. And mm-hmm. I, I want to go there too. It's probably actually more fun than the actual Austin Yeah. <laughs> it's more of like a carnival theme park, which yep. sounds fun. And then we see some, it's getting hot in here, silliness. <laughs> some like blooper-esque like purposeful bloopers is what it seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you call those? <laughs> 
favorite part and final thoughts because we're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my favorite part was definitely the piano getting hot in here scene because it totally nice. caught me off guard. <laughs> And then I guess for my final thoughts, I would say I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. I loved like the length of it I thought was perfect for what it was. Uh-huh. Never felt too long. And I how just, long was it? Only like, even check. like a little over 90 minutes, I think. Oh, okay. And I mean, anything with Jennifer Coolidge and Carrie Russell, I'll watch because they're both so good. So yeah, it was, just so, <laughs> it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Ugh. I would say my favorite part was probably the theatrical Mm-hmm, that was but character wise my favorite part was when she had her scene in the airport because mm-hmm. i just thought that was like one of her best character moments but i yeah. really love the theatrical i thought it was really fun and my final thoughts are yeah same as my opening thoughts it was really a fun movie the cast really carried it, it had a lot of uh continuity issues like <laughs> you added like 10 more minutes and like flushed yeah. out some of the stuff that it's like you just didn't bother to explain but I agree. Other than that, I thought it was really fun to watch. And I will definitely add it to my rotation of things to watch when I'm in a yeah. mood for that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely a fun, awesome kind of thing to watch. And one thing I really appreciated was like, I mean, like Carrie Russell's character was kind of like a dorky little nerd kind of person. Like, yeah. and, we, and we never had like a moment where they were like, well, you need to be hot. So we have to make you hot. Like her makeover was such a nerdy, dorky makeover. And she yeah. just stayed the same nerdy dorky character that whole thing i love that yeah and it it was really interesting because her friend was all like you're such a loser but as soon as she gets (laughs) there they're all like wow look at this hot woman we're all gonna go after her (laughs) well also i was like she's carrie russell (laughs) she's beautiful (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah it's so good (sighs) well that's it for this week. We will yes. be back next week with I don't know what, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> yes, it'll be, it's a surprise to us as of right now. So <laughs> we hope you'll enjoy it. But thank you for listening and we'll see you next Good week. Night. Bye. <laughs> if you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one-minute voicemail on our website at mannersofmadness.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersofmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. I'm doing it. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I forgot what we're doing. <laughs>